0: hello space fans i'm astro and welcome back to cosmic conversations our existence in the universe so i broke up my conversation with my childhood astro friend zach into three parts because he and i when we got to talking it almost ended up being about Two hours, and I edited out maybe a total of two minutes of uh, of our conversation, uh, just because it was really irrelevant uh, and what we were talking into the topic. So I wanted to break it up into three parts. So this is part two. So we're gonna dive right back into it. Um, The episode is gonna start off with me because the last episode I said we're gonna pause for station identification, and uh, that was really my cue to I I needed to take a break and stop recording. And so here we are with part two of our conversation. So enjoy. All right. So I don't know why I did that. We're not, we have no sponsorship, but it just felt cool to do the station identification. Maybe one day I will, I'll get the, the sponsorship and I'll be able to do all that. Um, all right. So we were talking about nihilists and nihilism. Um, and and so nihilism is the rejection of all religions and moral principles in the belief that life is meaningless. So okay. like, that's a whole other can of worms. So yeah. forgets religion forgets, you know, atheism uh, and believing that we're just in existence. Now you've got the rejection of that all moral principles, um, which could be a good thing. Yeah. You know. And we get one life. Let's freaking live it, you know. Do it. We'll do it because it's not going to matter in hundred years. Yeah, it's not going to yeah, matter. but you can still enjoy the life you live. And oh, moral. you can enjoy the life you, you live. Have no I mean, I wouldn't go. Ki- I, I I wouldn't go killing anybody. Um, and it's funny because I stop p- people from stealing things in my primary line of work. Yeah. But what if I really wanted that bar glass, and I can get away with it, and that means you know. That, those kind of moral principles, you know, ah, well, going out doing study, something, minor doing something where you might hurt someone's feelings. Uh, and it doesn't matter because you're not going to care about that person's feelings in a hundred years and that person won't exist in a hundred years. And therefore their feelings won't exist and it will have no bearing in this existence whatsoever. So I, f- I get that. I really do. I, I feel that a lot. Um, it just doesn't matter. So let's do it. You want to jump out of an airplane. So go jump out of an airplane. It's not going to matter uh, unless we die. <laughs> Then it still wouldn't have mattered anyway. Right? right. <laughs> just plummet to your death a lot quicker. Now, to do things, live your life, enjoy it, and who gives a shit? Um. Yeah, but like, like I like I just said, you, you
1: can live your life and enjoy it, and not you know go ahead and hurt other people's feelings and, and ruin the, the existence that they have. You know, that,
0: that's not <laughs> you know. I'm not trying to ruin anyone's existence. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think we all have the right to exist the way we see fit. Um, I do like the concept. I like that a lot better than um, I, I think I considered myself an atheist for a very brief period of time for a long period of time. And I still do have some of these concepts as being a form of an agnostic. So I don't think that we can prove or disprove the existence of God. Right. But yeah, exactly. We, we, we can't. And I think that's a very fair, that's very fair.
1: It is. It is.
0: And so we can prove. Would you think if we scientifically, even though there are people out there who think now we can scientifically prove that God does not exist uh, for a hundred percent, like 100% there's a scientific formula that proves everything that proves that no God exists. Do you think life on earth and the people who are on it, would still have some form of restraint or do you think there it would lead to chaos?
1: Um, I think it I think it would lead to chaos uh, for most I think anybody who believed in a God uh, that now there's this proof and there's undeniable proof that there's no God anymore I, I, I'd imagine a lot of people would turn denialists and yes, I think it, I think it would be chaos. Um, I think most most people, We'll probably be okay, but it wouldn't take much to to turn the world into complete chaos.
0: Yeah. Um, would you Would you think that nothing, like even though we exist, do you think that nothing exists at the same time? Uh, uh, yeah, that's a tough
1: one, Nick. <laughs> I I mean you know I ask myself all the time does 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 any of this exist? But I don't know if me asking that means that I'm thinking that nothing exists. It has to exist because I exist. I, I am here. There, there there's something here. So things have to exist. I just I just don't know where they exist. I don't know where all this is. And that's what blows my mind about the whole thing. You know, some of the stuff, you know, people ask you know what happened before the big bang um and we obviously don't know that and we may never know that uh but it just begs the question like where is this like what is all this uh
0: and how did this happen
1: how how this happened like where where is this is there more of it is there you know the multiverse theory and is is that true string theory yeah it i i you you can't know Uh, at least we can't know now um, but we exist. I mean, they're, they're, you can't, you can't deny the fact that existence exists because <laughs> we're here.
0: Yeah. Uh, we exist and we have a somewhat of an, uh, of an understanding but uh, mm-hmm. that we do exist. We don't know what we have an exist. understanding and it's what we do know. There could be more than what we do know that we can't see. You know, people f- claim they see <clears throat> ghosts or they've seen phantoms. That would be a form of it, I believe. That that something we can't see that could exist. Nothing is proven that ghosts exist. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think we can disprove that ghosts exist or ghosts don't exist. And you know, we can't disprove it. We can't disprove the existence of it, but we can't prove it. So does that mean that's just part of something we don't see?
1: But it's an it's a it's an unknown. It's it's an unknown. You, you unknown. can't. It, it's hard to it's hard to say, man.
0: It it's you know? like okay.
1: So like you know, we talk about ghosts. You know, if if ghosts to me, if ghosts did exist, um, it wouldn't be anything physical in the way that we describe physical. Like it would be an energy. It would be some form of an, an energy. Whether that energy is you know us, our little universe. You know, I don't know touching another universe and there's a little blip of an existence from that who knows but it's if it does exist it's an energy it's not a physical thing i don't think at least physical in the way that we
0: perceive physical it's there's just so many different ways to look at this to look at our existence look at life um yeah and we don't know what if we don't uh, who did south park say that had it right was the mormons the mormons were the right religion (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> i wish i followed south park more like you do
0: uh that's an old i think um that's, that's, an that's old
1: one. it does sound familiar
0: yeah that's i think that's oh, i forget what episode that was i can't remember if it was some the movie or if it was from like one of the later episodes um huh, the mormons were the right answer um there's a show um i just got recently turned on to it's called the good place are you familiar with it i'm not so I'm just about finished the first season. I binged the show the first season almost two days. Um pretty much they there's a there's an afterlife, but they doesn't talk about God or anything. They just that there's an afterlife and you're brought to this town, and heaven is essentially towns. And 322 people per town. So if you die, you go to one of these towns that is created by an architect. And you only know so far. I'm only in the first season. So if, if listeners, if you know the show, then you know. I look at it from my perspective. I'm only at the first season. So as far as I know, is that it only goes as far as the you know the architect, it, as no as the whatever it could be. It's not human, uh, but it assumes a human form for the show. And it kind of goes through that concept of heaven and like um, the very first the pilot episode the person the main character who dies she's asking like did anyone get it right and the architect says yeah a little bit uh you know christianity buddhism um islam had about five uh, percent of it yeah they each got five percent of it right you know a little bit here and there and then He goes, and then one day in 1972, this guy from Calgary, he says his name, uh, just smoked a fat blunt and then just went into this rant about the afterlife. And he was like 92% accurate. (laughs) (laughs) I I got to see this. I I thought that was funny. And then they show his picture on the wall. He's like, there he is. He's really popular around here. And on the bottom of it, it just (laughs) has a plaque that says closest guess," And it has the date. And I thought that just that being in that shot was funnier than the line. And I couldn't stop laughing at just that closest guest. <laughs> it's going to watch it's this. It's <laughs> off. It's on Netflix. It's a very funny show. Uh, but the concept of that as part of like an afterlife, uh, it's really good. And then um, I'm told it kind of questions that, you know, you live forever and ever and ever right. and ever. Yeah. That's, so a, that's a scary thought. That, that does scare. That's scary. You know that's what scares me about thought. it? is that even when I was a kid, and I can go back as far as like four years old thinking about this, I thought about that. I thought about being in heaven forever and ever and ever. And I remember then it scared me. Like I it felt so uncomfortable about knowing that. And when I think about, uh, when I do think about this, I think about the stuff I knew when I was little. I, I have a pretty good long-term memory. I can remember at one point when I was crawling around two, one or two years old, uh, when I described the facts to my parents of what was going on there, they cannot believe I remembered what i'm describing them. Uh, so my long-term memory is really good and i remember thinking about this i remember thinking about death uh, going to heaven and all that and all of that terrified me the same way it terrifies me now and sometimes when i'm thinking about that that i can remember as far back that my brain was able to comprehend at such a young age that i don't know anything about the world you know to me the world exists It's just my house it's me it's my toys it's my mom it's my dad it's my brothers and my sisters and all that, oh, that's all i know i don't know anything else nothing else to me exists because I'm so young, but I understand the concept. I got it at such a young age. And when I think about that, do I know that because I previously knew it? Did I live a previous life? Did previous energy from another form gave me that knowledge? Or is it evolution that Mm -hmm. our brains are automatically wired to think that and understand it without being taught it? And that's, that's freaky, especially when you think about, it. is our evolution programming us and our brains to understand our own uh, mortality?
1: Uh, yeah, I, I think it is because I'm, I, I believe wholeheartedly in evolution and that, you know, the, the amount of time it took for us to get to where we are is, is so immense that it's hard for us to conceive. So there's been enough time for us to obviously there's been enough time for us to, to build this consciousness that we have. So, you know, instinct, it has to be real.
0: Yeah. And part of me thinking that it's evolution and that our, that our body is evolving or, you know, our, everything's constantly evolving. It takes millions of years for something to evolve into something to pot like change um, for the most part for us, when we think about that is that concept being instored stored in our brains and becoming, you know, just natural to us. It's instinct, mm-hmm. it's becoming instinct to us. Um, I right. haven't thought of that possibility until recently. And it was like one of those, like, Whoa, <laughs> like, like it's something that takes you back. Like you didn't think of it before. And then you go, okay, then that makes more sense. I mean, science always makes more sense, but especially if you have something to link to it, because you know, we needed better eyes, you know, our bodies and everything, you know, evolution made our eyes better. We were able to, you know, walk on land. We were able to stain, you know, pain. Uh, We're able to stain standing up, walking on rocks, stuff like that. You know, our body over time changed. It takes millions and millions of years for that. And then to understand the concept of death, it's just makes more sense to me than a a previous life or, you know, other energy from another entity coming into us it just and of course it made me think a lot differently when you add yet another variable to the equation (laughs) the never-ending equation to me
1: well i mean it's you know like think of how how helpless we are when when we're born you know and then you have animals like a horse who can come out walking so there has to be some kind of pre-wiring there some kind of like a base wiring that you know our dna when it constructs our brain's there's a, there's a base there. there there's a, there's a simple understanding of things. And, you know, for you to, uh, I don't remember back that far, Nick, I don't remember ever having any kind of a deep thought until I was much older. <laughs> but I it's there.
0: You With know, the, 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 like the deep thought of that was just heaven. Like, you know, I was, right. like I said, you know, you and I were both raised Catholic. So I did, of course it starts, you know, as What's young like? as, you know, as, um, baptism. Starts as young as mm-hmm. baptism when I start preaching that stuff to you. And I just remember knowing about God that he was always watching me. I should pray to him. I need mm-hmm. to be good to go to heaven. And then I would always think about going to heaven. And then what if at one point God says, no, we're all dead. Uh, and then like, I'm, and I, it's so vivid to me. Cause I remember this, this is, I'm going back to, you know, when I'm four three or four years old, when I first started thinking about this, I envisioned that, all the people who have ever existed that are in heaven, we're in, we we're in like sleeping bags, you know, I guess what I knew, I knew what a sleeping bag was. That's probably like my, my interpretation of it. And we're all laying in sleeping bags. And then we just, we go to sleep in heaven forever and we never wake up, no dreaming, no nothing. And I knew that that, and I thought about that, that that's such weird. Time. And that terrified me even more. Like, what if, okay, we go to heaven, but at some point it's over, we just all go to sleep. And that's how I looked at that. And I, when I go back and I think about that and just like, I feel so uncomfortable knowing that I felt like that at such a young age without knowing the world that I was living in or the vast aspect of it. No, I didn't know what stars were. I could see them in the sky. I didn't know what they were. I could see the moon. Don't know what it is. Right. And I don't know anything, but to think about that, it's freaking terrible.
1: I I think for me, when I was younger, again, I didn't have, you know, deep thought like that but i just remember thinking that heaven was just being with your family being with the people that you loved and it didn't go beyond that for me like that that, that was it i never i never thought more than that it was just going to see my ancestors that was it never deeper wow oh ah, man but you you mentioned you mentioned evolution um and i want you know wh- what do you think is going to happen in the future like with evolution th- with for, evolution for, for, like for, 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 for our us rates, for, for us i, I think, think as happen.
0: time goes on we'll we'll get older uh we've already you know the average age life uh, has grown exceptionally uh, i mm-hmm. think in 1900 the average life was 53 years old and that's not old mm-hmm. uh and the think about it, now the average age is 79 and in the, in the 1990s the average uh life was 72 uh, so from the go to 72 to 79 in just 30 years is pretty good. That's just the average life. <clears throat> we scientifically have been able to figure out that there is the cell life. You know, we're, we're all made of cells. Uh, that's why we age. Our cells start to die off. And, you know, that's how our body deteriorates. Um, the longer you keep those cells alive, the longer you can live. Um, but science has figured out that you can do whatever you can in the world. Those cells have a shelf life. And as far as we know, that shelf life will not exceed 136 years old. So you can't. Live I've never there. heard that number. I look, I, when I started thinking about all of this, that was one of the things I did. I looked it up like, how can, like, what is the, can we live forever if we really tried? Um, right. And that was one of the articles. I've read a few articles that had that answer. Uh, 136 years old is how much you can. So, And it said, start taking vitamin D3 right away. Um, but I already took that <laughs> for a completely different reason. Now I take it, you know, because I want to keep my cells. That's um, so why I try to stay young know, looking um, and try not to look so, old.
1: Well. So for me, like, you know, I'm sure, you know, long, life longevity will, will get better as, you know, as time goes on. Uh, I like to think that like the next step in our evolution is uh you know and this gets a little uh, uh science fictiony but you know moving into computers basically like our consciousness if we can figure the consciousness
0: so got. you're thinking of, like downloading our consciousness
1: we, right and, and the reason i say that is because you know unless we do something like that you know i'm sure it's not going to be on a computer you know it, it's to it's computers like we think of them today you know i'm going way down the road because we're nowhere close to it yet but we almost have to um for us to survive as a species even though we wouldn't be in the physical form and the meat sacks that we're in today because we can't leave we're here and we're trapped here we can go to mars yeah we can go to you know the closer planets and moons in our solar system but we can't leave here it's impossible
0: it is as of right now. It's impossible, and we are and the not reason it,
1: anywhere close. And, to, to, and the to reason it's job. impossible is, is because of time. And you know, if we were to theoretically, you know, upload our consciousness into something digital or something like digital, you could pause it. You could push the pause button, and you know, a hundred thousand, a million, a billion years means nothing. And you can go wherever you want. We're, we're, as as we are right now, we are doomed to be here forever. I am a firm believer that we can send little probes, we can send signals, but we ourselves can't leave here. And the only things that we do send out even now is robots. It's digital extensions of ourselves.
0: So you don't think we'll ever get out of here?
1: You think we're here for I don't. No, I do. I, I think we, we, I'm sure we'll go and, you know, try to colonize Mars and we may reach other uh, moons or other planets, but there's they're so hostile There's, we can't survive there we can't even mars i mean people want to go to mars but it's incredibly hostile just it's like
0: getting practically there practically
1: living in space just well, just getting there and then once you're there you have to live in a habitat yeah you have to live in a habitat or you have to be in a spacesuit. you can't it, it, it's, it's like practically being in space you can't survive there we can't survive there we no. th- we are a product of this planet and this planet alone
0: it will be incredibly difficult to get to Mars. First off, it will take up to nine months to get there. So not only you got to keep humans in space travel for nine months, you got to keep them fed. You got to keep them active. And, and if something goes wrong, how do you save them? But not to mention that is a lot of radiation, solar radiation. Yes. You got to minimize the solar radiation. You, it, it, it's we I don't think we figure that part out for long space travel uh h- how do you get that and I think that's um one of the main issues on why we haven't been to Mars yet I um I'm looking for um uh, I asked a question about space travel with uh to Dr. Tyson and I I remember taking a screenshot of it for the life of me I cannot find the screenshot um, for whatever did you ask him so I was going to read the question because uh, it is pertaining to space travel what we were talking about here and um, is this it? no that's not it um, I, I guess I lost it I don't know what happened to it I don't recall deleting it <laughs> uh, but I um, maybe I accidentally deleted it but I asked him the um, how far are we from traveling faster than we already can in space and will we be there like when will we get there and he says this. he responded to me and he told me we're not even close we're not even close to there no. um, because we haven't and this is what he said we haven't discovered warp speed yet <laughs> um, and he said something really clever and funny um, but he, he trashed <laughs> pluto which you know he likes doing at every moment he can get of course trashing pluto I, I yeah i don't know what the hell happened to it uh that stinks uh i think i may have deleted it
1: well i mean like you just mentioned you know like the hardships of getting to mars and that's like our i don't know, is it our closest planetary neighbor or is venus closer, or closer?
0: well venus we can't um mars is 90 million 93 million miles away. No, I'm sorry. No, the sun's 93 million sun miles away. is 93. I knew 63. 63. 63. 63, uh, thank 63. You Google. <laughs> uh, which is the closest planet? So, but Ashton, I don't even know the answer to this. Uh, I want to say it's, um, I wanted to say it was Mars, but you might, what is it? it might closest be Venus. It? But, uh, on average, Mercury is the closest planet to, uh, to not only Earth. Probably because it rotates, um, the way it rotates. So common sense would say the answer is Mars or Venus, our next door neighbors, one of the two. Um, Venus comes closer to Earth than any other planet and its orbit is close to ours. Um, But an article in Physics Today pointed out over half the time, Venus is not the nearest planet. It's Mercury. And that's kind of trippy. It's trippy.
1: The,
0: Surpr- they don't cross. Their, their orbital paths don't cross, do they? Oh, no, no, no. no. We just circle. Well, um, their orbital paths won't cross. So surprisingly, they found that Mercury was the closest planet of all of the seven planets. This might seem impossible. Uh, but if you realize that every planet spends about half its time on the opposite side of the sun, in yeah. Earth's case, while Venus does get very close to Earth, it also spends plenty of time very, very far away. So they did the. Uh, it's very difficult to, to calculate the closest planet uh, typically, the distance from one planet to another is taken the means uh, the distance between two planets orbits. So, the, yeah, because they spend more time on the opposite side of the sun, Mercury is closer mm-hmm. to us. That makes, makes sense. That would that make makes sense. sense. It does. Um,
1: but like all, all that to say, you know, like it's really hard to get anywhere.
0: Yeah, you. we're it's, not. It's hard. This is our hard. only home and we keep messing it. it up. And I don't like it
1: yeah we are we are a cancer to this planet unfortunately uh, i've said multiple times in my life that you know i'll take one for the team we need a good uh we need a good reset you know good meteor coming on down and just
0: the <laughs> reset button for a little bit um the dinosaurs the only reason they don't exist anymore is because they didn't have a space program mm-hmm. well they tried but they failed they tried they failed um yeah. and now they're gone they, they're gone um but alligators are still here. Sharks, birds, birds they are all still here. I can't find it. I must've deleted it. So gone. Um, I'll have to find it. Um, but yeah, you know, like, like
1: I was saying, it's like, I, I do think that we need to, we need to move into something different. But I, I think that, you know, if there's a purpose of life, if, if there's a, if there's a reason for all this, Um, You know, and this isn't my own thought. I've definitely read this somewhere else before, but, you know, we are the universe's attempt at understanding itself. So this consciousness that we have needs to persist. And I think the only way it can persist for any length of time that means anything would be to move into a different medium, you know, because the consciousness is some weird uh, manifestation of the physical, it's really hard to explain but like to me evolution brought us to this like this is what if it had a purpose this was the purpose to get this now we have it now we got to do something
0: with it knowing that we are in we're on a planet in a solar system in a galaxy in a universe do you think that we are the only form of intelligent hmm. life do you think that there's equal intelligent life out there where people are having the same exact thoughts we are? Maybe not like in English, but similar thoughts of what we're talking about. Or do you think there are less advanced life forms? So, advanced, hmm. the same, less advanced, or none of the above this is computer simulation?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, none of the above is all
0: computer simulation.
1: <laughs> ah, um, ah, ah. No, but like, so it, it, if you if you asked me this question at different points in my life, I would have had different answers. Um, I, I go back and forth on the, on the, on the topic. So, uh, if you would have asked me two years ago, I would have said that there's a good chance that we are the only intelligent life, you know, conscious observer life that's out there. Um, now I, I feel differently. I feel like that's, there has to be more, of this there has to be another consciousness out there. I think life is pervasive. I think life is pretty much anywhere you look for it. M- microbial, small life, but intelligent life, I think that
0: now I think that it, it does it, it's, I think it's pervasive. I do. I think it would be naive for us to think that we're the only ones here. It would in the it, universe. And it
1: would and you know a couple of years ago when I was when I thought that we were it, um, th- that's where my, my, my brain went. Like it's, that's, it's almost selfish to say that we're the only ones because just because we're here, we think we're, 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 we're the best. It, it can't be. It's like I said, I think life is pervasive. I think intelligent life, um, it, it, it is as well. It has to be, but again you know every every other form of life is a product of the planet that it was uh, born on so unless they move past the physical you know they're, they're going to be trapped there too as we all are
0: then of course now it also begs a question are we the only universe did another big bang happen somewhere else was it right uh, next to us? Uh... Is the universe in something? Is it the universe in a bigger universe? I mean, you think about the multiverse. It's just there's.
1: So I have trouble. I have trouble uh, visualizing that, or 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 thinking about that. So you know, I know I've heard the term like bubble universes, and you know, um, you know the quote unquote big bangs, or when the two bubble universes touch. But that to me doesn't make any sense. It it doesn't make sense that we we, because the way we view things, you know, with our telescopes, you know, and with the whole web thing now, seeing back so far from light that was produced, you know, so early on. (laughs) If it's expanding in a, in a, in a space where there's other expanding things, how does that work? How do the two things expand together? So as for other universes, I don't think so. I, I really don't. I think that I think that this is the universe. I think that this is it. I do. I don't think there's others. And if there is others, it would be absolutely nothing like what we experience here.
0: I... What's your thoughts on that? I have a lot of thoughts. I think it would make more sense that there is a multiverse. Then, because again, if you think that this is one universe, it's almost as a naive to think that Uh, if the universe exists, how did it exist? Why does it exist? Then that means it has to exist somewhere else. Right. And then you, I bring it back to us. Like we can't be the only ones in the universe, in a star system, even in the galaxy, like there's billions of stars in our Milky Way galaxy. Are we one of just many forms of life? So I think about that with the universe as well. I also think when it comes to the universe itself, so we know the big bang happened, the universe um, is created, uh, we exist in it and the universe is expanding. And it's often described as if you were to just take a balloon and just slowly inflate it, inflate it, and it just gets wider and wider and wider. Um, we don't know what's going to happen, how far the universe can um, can continue to expand, uh, what happens after it stops expanding. You know, We believe that it's going to shrink and everything's going to reverse um that's one of the you know one mm-hmm. of the theories uh, crunch what i think is that if you take the concept of the multiverse right and you look at the universe and the expansion from the time you start blowing it in the balloon and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger how long does it take us to do that to take a balloon and blow it, in? it takes what three or four seconds and then we can mm-hmm. let it back out and take another three or four, you know, probably the last seconds. Uh, if you, depending on if you let it just go and fly across the room, or if you hold it and you let it slowly seep out air it takes about three or four seconds. I think our concept of time, which, you know, that's why I think ties into it being just an illusion. But if it was an illusion, time exists. Uh, our concept of it, you know, you and I having this discussion is relatively, we think it's short time, you know, our life. Um, but in terms of, you know, cosmic time, it there's a much bigger scale. You know, the universe has been here for, you know, 14 billion years. And to us, that's a very, very long time. It's 14 billion years. It's a long time. I think, or I often think there's a possibility that to us, the four seconds that the universe inflates and then deflates and those 8 seconds and that's like that but we don't understand it just because we are so small that we don't grasp that concept to us it feels like an eternity mm-hmm. but in reality in the big big right. scale of things you see the universe and then it's gone and everything right. that was created that ever existed and it does not exist anymore and that's the perspective i look at it sometimes sometimes i think about that 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 being a concept
1: yeah and so there- Where my mind goes when you say that is, you know, okay, so it's crazy when you think of of time then, because we are complex, everything about us is complex, and it had to have taken a long time for this complexity to emerge. Um, Are we just, it's really hard to, it's hard to put into words, I know where you're going with, I, I understand what you're saying. Perception is just our perception of it. So when we say thirteen point eight billion years old, the universe is that old. You know, that's just a we put those numbers to it.
0: Like it's our
1: concept of it.
0: It's our understanding right, of it.
1: It's understanding of yeah. it,
0: right? With the with the math, and then when we think about you know the math, but of there it, has
1: yeah. to be like. I just I uh, I just keep going right back to you know the the complexity of all like there has to be it's it's crazy to think that we we exist uh, you know from elements and atoms that were created in the heart of a dying star you know how much time you know and I was thinking about this the other day Nick like time like you know thirteen point eight billion years yes that's a long time clearly it's a long time but it's a countable number you know it, it is a number that we can we can see. Thirteen point eight billion. I mean, people are, have more money than that. Um, it almost seems like it's not enough time. You know what I mean? Like, it's almost like it's not enough time for 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 this to exist.
0: At least in our concept, we remember we put it in like thirteen billion years. We right. our concept of a year is three hundred and sixty-five days. Right. That time. So and but, then, but
1: just think about how how complex life is and how complex a- any of it is really and 13.8 billion years yes that is a long time but is it is that long enough for us to to get to where we are today i mean i i know that all the science says it is and i'm sure it is correct and that's just my you know my feeble brain not understanding the concept of 13.8 billion but i don't know i just had a thought the other day that it almost seemed like it's not
0: enough time for this uh. to be I never thought about that. as not enough time. Right. And I, I never thought about that. And it just, it seems like a very long time. It seems like a very short time when you think 13 billion, it seems right. very low. And, you know, but right. you think Doesn't about it? 1 million years, as a million years. That's, you know,
1: well, yeah, well, how, how long ago did the dinosaurs live?
0: What was that? 65 16, million, 65 million
1: years ago. Like, you know, a lot has changed in sixty-five million years, and we live these little hundred-year—just say, you know, hundred years. We live these little hundred-year lifespans, and it just doesn't seem like enough time to go from that to this. I understand that they died off and mammals emerged, but you know, for us to emerge from a, you know, a little four-legged, probably less than a pound, uh, little mammal in sixty-five million years is crazy when you think about it. the speed that this had to change and morph and turn into what we're we are today it almost seems like it's not enough
0: wow yeah it does seem like that i don't know that's great uh i just never thought about the that's a the different spin on it and we, yeah. it's not enough time a, i
1: thought that i had for the first time the other day and i haven't flushed that one out yet
0: <laughs> oh man Th- thanks now you've added another uh, another <laughs> another thought to my brain which i needed that's not what i needed that's not what I needed at all. Do you, when when you think about everything, do you? Uh, does it make you more interested in learning? Uh, do you want to find these answers? Do you, or do you just are you content with what we know right now and comfortable with that?
1: No, I'm not content at all. I want to know. I want to know everything.
0: <laughs>
1: oh, I, I, it bothers me that I'm not going to live long enough to know it all. <laughs> You know, to under to, to know what all this is, I'm I'm not going to live long enough to know that. We're
0: I, not going to figure that out in the next thirty years. I want to live to see the future. I would love to see what. Of course, do. I do. You know, I think we're mm-hmm. I think we're taking a lot of steps backwards every year <laughs> as a human race. Um, I think we're getting to we're getting dumber overall. I think overall the human race is getting dumber. We're doing dumb stuff, mm-hmm. and I think right now we're our own worst enemy. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm interested. I'm hoping we could figure this out. You know, we
1: actually—we will. Up. I'm sure we will. You know, as long as we don't get stupid, and, you know, nuke you, just nuke the world to next to nothing. Oh God! Well, we, it, it'll eventually happen. I would think that we'd all just end up, you know, getting along. <laughs> it has to happen. I mean, we're all the same.
0: We're all humans. We all exactly. Uh, yeah. We need to figure it out. Even though humans are my least favorite species on the planet. Um, Same. <laughs> not- okay. Well, humans may be my least favorite species on the planet. That doesn't mean I'm dislike all of you. No, I love all of you and I am very happy that you are listening and I hope you're enjoying our conversation. So uh, this is where we end part two. Um, I think 38. Well, the conversation's 38 minutes total. Uh, and I think it's a good spot to end. Um, so thank you for listening. Uh, tune in next week where Zach and I finish our conversation for part three of our conversation about our existence in the universe. So until next time, be curious, be creative, and always look up.